to track number 10 of the Road Trip EP. This is Caleb and... And Leisha. And I can't believe it's number 10 already, actually. Episode That's crazy. 10. That's crazy. Yeah, that is pretty crazy. Yeah. So... Yeah, we started this in... While we were in Phoenix, Arizona, and we're actually wrapping up our time here. And I have to say, like, this is going to be a random thing, but it'll make sense in a minute. Um, I have to say, I feel like... I really appreciate the music scene here in Phoenix. Like there's a lot of um, local bands, a lot of like original local bands. Mm. And we have been able to see quite a few just that like, like there's coffee shops and, and bars that constantly have local bands playing, which that's probably common in a lot of areas, but where we are from, like in Dayton, Ohio, that's just honestly kind of rare to find. Like there was a time where there were, was more, local music I'd say in the scene but lately it's it's really difficult so yeah I don't know I just have to say I appreciate that so if you're from this area at all then definitely appreciate what you have here because you guys have a good local music scene or if you're visiting Phoenix at some point make sure you check out I mean literally you can go to any coffee shop nearby and there's going to be somebody playing so um yeah support them yeah. So, I don't know. that's a random random thing no, I'm going to add good, to this episode no that's a good one though um yeah I don't I don't remember too many places in ohio like that where at least in the area where we lived yeah we don't have a lot there for some reason i don't know why but but yeah just mentioning that because when this episode gets released we'll be kind of wrapping up our time and heading to utah for a few weeks so anyways uh let's address last week's song uh, guess the song. Yeah. So, Caleb, who who was our song last week? So, the guess the song from last week was Wherever You Will Go by The Calling. So, so once again, Shay Thompson. <laughs> Dad, Dad, you got it right. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now they know. They know. <laughs> um, yeah. So again, we always do like the beginning of the episodes. We always play like a two-second clip of a song, um, just for some fun interactions. Um, there's really only a couple of you that do it so far. So again, don't be shy. Don't be afraid. But we will play you a quick clip of our song for this week. Well, for our one hint we'll give you is that it is from the 90s. Yeah. So. Yeah, so put in one of the boxes below. You can put your guess. Um, if you only know the song or the artist, that's totally fine, too. You can put in your guess uh, for what you think that is. So we will move on to our episode today. Uh, if you want to talk a little bit about that, Caleb. Yeah, so today we're just going to be talking about some of our favorite songs um some of these are underrated so we kind of melded two episode ideas together um because mm -hmm. i think i had mentioned it on the last one um but doing one full episode of just favorite songs and one full episode of just underrated songs was really kind of hard to do um because i would always like question like is this underrated or is this in my favorites list mm -hmm. and i feel like a lot of my favorite songs are just underrated usually just because i tend to veer away from the mainstream music so uh, we just decided to say you know what let's not have the titles let's just talk about 
songs that we want to talk about. So Yeah, I mean, we kind of mentioned on the last episode that we were changing up the format a little bit. So we're just trying some different topics, some new topics. So yeah, definitely always let us know if there's one um, episode or topic that you really like or don't like. But yeah, let's go ahead and like fully dive into this episode then. Yeah. Do you want to go first with the song or do you want me to go first? I think you should go first. You want me to go first. Okay. (laughs) Because I'm not prepared. Because you're not prepared. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. I'm prepared. But I will say anytime we have like we're trying to find songs from a couple of the decades so that we're not like keeping it all in one. Because this one we're going to do 90s and 2000s integrate both of them. Um, I feel like I always have a really easy time with 90s songs, but harder time with 2000s, and Caleb is the total opposite, so, yeah. so I, I guess like, that means we complement yeah, each other, I don't know. <laughs> Alright, so the first song that I have today is, as soon as I find it, maybe I wasn't prepared, I thought I was prepared, um, is from 2009. That was from 2009. It was from a band called The Boxer Rebellion. And that song is called Evacuate. Um, I think I first heard this song, honestly. There was an app that was on Xbox called Last FM. And it was basically, it was kind of like Spotify or probably more like Pandora. Because it was more like you would just put in an artist and then it would just play songs they think sounded like that. And I think this just came up in mm. one of those playlists. For a second, I, like, I thought you were going to say like another Madden game. No. <laughs> I'm like, I man, the Madden I, though. I mean, that sounds like a song that would be on Madden <laughs> in 2009. But um, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. It was just like, um, it was one of those songs that when I heard it on that Last FM thing or whatever, just really caught me right away. Like, I don't know. I really liked the, just like the drum rolls in it. Um, the drums are like really cool in that song, even though it's kind of the same. They're kind of the same throughout the whole song um but i still really appreciate them um and i think the vocalist is really what caught me as well because it it's a very like distinctive voice i think like i don't know like i feel like it's pretty unique at least for that time yeah i mean do you is there like any other songs of theirs that really broke out at all or is there anything that would I don't know. I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I really recognize no, from like, them at all. Not really. Are they a one-hit wonder? <laughs> I don't even know if that was a hit. I don't yeah, think that was true. even a hit. That's true. Never um, mind. But so I think there are no hit wonder. If that's the thing. Um, I don't know. Like I, I've tried listening to some of those other songs, and it's one of those things where, like, when I hear their other songs. I always think like, oh, that's kind of cool, but like, mm-hmm. I never like really focus on it or like really listen to it. I don't know. I never, yeah, guess really give it gave it a chance. Um, yeah, because this, this song is kind of to. this song is always kind of interesting to me because truthfully, it's actually pretty simple. Yeah, but there is something about the music right off the bat, the just the drum, the kind of um, riff playing with it. It almost seems like maybe they use some type of sound over the beginning, maybe. I don't yeah, know. It's hard that... to tell. But but there's something just right in that beginning music. I don't that always kind of like 
pulls you in right away. It's very, but it's really rather simple and it's, it stays pretty level throughout the full song. I mean, obviously like the chorus is, he kind of goes into a little bit of like a range, his different range, but I don't know. It's weird. Cause I, I actually really enjoy this song too. It's always one of those songs I hear and I always forget how much I enjoy it, but yeah, truthfully, it's nothing super no. complicated. No, it is very simple, yeah. but I think, like you said, it does draw you in, though. Yeah. Like the, the drums being that really cool, like, quick-time roll, mm-hmm. um, and and the guitars have a really cool melody to them. And, um, like, when the song first starts, there's, like, a layered vocal, like, mm. echo effect in the, Maybe like... Maybe that's what I'm hearing. Just in the background, like, it's just... I don't know what he's saying. It's just kind of, like, yeah. it almost sounds like someone talking, but it's just layered and echoed. Mm-hmm. Um, so it does a really good job of drawing you in, at least for me. So, but yeah, no, that's, I would agree. I would agree. that's uh, Box of Rebellion with Evacuate. So my first song comes from 1994, and we'll play that now. On to the other side, there must have paid her a nice price. She's putting on a string big love. This is not rhythm, this is not really happening to hang. You bet your life it is, you bet your life it is Honey, you bet your life It's a peel out the watch with just a peel out the watch Okay, so if you're not familiar with that one, that is Cornflake Girl by Tori Amos. But what is a Cornflake Girl? Well, I will tell you right <laughs> now what a Cornflake Girl is. Because um, I have looked up like what this is before okay. just listening to this song. And it's basically inspiration or drawn from inspiration from a girl, like girls just being basically hateful, deceitful, even though they're your friends quotation marks Mm. you can't see me right now but i'm putting that around so like no matter what the friendship is how people just can still betray you and be ugly to you okay i mean i I get the point but i don't know i don't get the name like why cornflake why not it's a cornflake it just makes sense (laughs) (laughs) i don't know i don't know exactly if there's a deeper part of that as far as like where she came up with the, the exact term but that's that's all I've really read as far as like just what the inspiration of the term itself comes from, yeah. but why it's a cornflake, I don't know. I don't know. It just hmm. is. So accept it. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, Tori Amos has been pretty active starting in the 90s. She's literally still active. I think she's about to go on tour right hmm. now. Really? I was looking this up and she has 16 albums wow. herself. That's crazy. I did not- I did not know that at all. My only either. real experience with Tori Amos was uh, my dad showing me some covers she did. Mm. Uh, one was of Purple Rain by Prince, and the other one was uh, Smells Like Teen Spirit by Nirvana, Yeah, which I recommend checking both of those out. They're actually really cool. Um, but I, I never really listened to any of just like her actual um, original music mm-hmm. other than uh, like you you listened to this song before and I've, yeah. I've heard it with you but I yeah which I like this song too yeah um so maybe that's somebody else that I never gave a chance that I should go in and see if there's anything else I like there yeah I mean to be honest I don't really know a lot of her other things I I really kind of mainly just know this song um and 
I mean, to talk more specifically about the song, it's it's such a like there's parts of it that are honestly a little maybe odd to just like, I don't know, just thinking of it as a whole, the way it's arranged. It has a lot of like up and down and soft and hard and like, yeah. but I, I also think that's what makes the song super unique and cool too. even just right from the beginning when you have that intro coming in and then the way it almost is like a drop into the piano yeah, right away. those I, real low piano yeah. keys i always love really deep low piano I, like yeah that. it's a really cool feeling that that yeah. emotes right away um and i think even too just throughout the verses and the chorus there's a lot of like almost where she's singing as if it's like painting her to sing yeah. some of the notes but then again it's like then you go into these like very tender parts right away so it's a, it's a very like this song really i think kind of goes almost all through the cycles of like i said just up down hard soft like but the way it way she does it i, I just find it very interesting and it's just a cool song to me and this is definitely a song i like to play and totally jam out to yeah, like yeah, i don't it's, know it's a pretty cool song i still yeah. don't get cornflake though i don't i mean i don't either <laughs> i don't know but and actually i there is a a cover of this song that florence and the machine done that oh, is okay. actually really good too i don't know if i've ever heard that i think you i think you, you have probably shared me yeah that, but I, I don't remember it now but it's actually a pretty good cover too of this song um because sometimes covers i don't i don't know Sometimes they can really go in a weird way. And I, I think that's just, you know, that artist's own interpretation. Sometimes they can be really good. But that was when I feel like it stuck to the original enough. Yeah. But obviously with Florence's right. kind of vocal style. But, um, Which fits that really well. It actually so. really does. Yeah, I can I can actually, I think that's a great cover for her to do. But yeah, I don't know. I, I think this song has always just been a very interesting to me. And it's like a good good kind of jamming song yeah. i think yeah all right so then my next song is from 1997 and here it is what crimes have you committed demanding such penance couldn't wait for five more minutes and a cry for help this room is so peaceful and this room is so quiet Okay, so that was um, a song by Cademan's Call. Uh, it's called Center Isle. What in the world is this? I, know. <laughs> I have no idea who this is. Um, so they were um, actually they might they actually are still together because they just re-released their uh, self-titled album. Uh, which is what this comes off of uh, back in 22. Um, some of the redone versions, like the redone version of that song, I didn't like as much. It was like a full, like, re like they didn't just like touch up the production. They like fully redid the whole album. Um, mm. But um, I, I didn't, I didn't really get too much into a lot of their songs. There was a couple here and there. Um, the one, the guy that's singing in this song, his name's Derek Webb. You might know some songs by Derek Webb. Okay, that name sounds familiar. <laughs> yeah, um, but this song, um, to me, I just always really liked. Um, it it just has like a really almost sad feeling, which makes sense because the song is actually about um, his one of his friend's sisters uh, committed suicide, um, and they asked him to like perform a song at the funeral i guess which mm -hmm. to me i always thought that was kind of weird like singing at a funeral i don't know really 
Yeah. I don't know. I don't, is that something that's normal? I don't know. But I guess they asked him to perform a song at the funeral. And um, I saw this quote where he said something along the lines of um, like seeing, seeing her in the room with surrounded by all the people that loved and cared for her. Um, he sort of like stopped and wondered like if she had been there, like, you know, could could whatever problems that led her to suicide have been solved with all the people that she loved in this quiet room? Anyways, it's just kind of like a deep song meaning, I feel like, that, I don't know. Is this the song that you're saying that he wrote then performed there, or this is like after No, the no, he wrote this or... after, after, I don't know oh, what okay, song he okay. performed at the funeral, but he, okay. he basically he thought of the song, oh, and he okay. said, he said, as he, he was, yeah, there. as he was leaving, okay. he thought of that, and then he said he wrote the song in his car gotcha. as he left, so. Yeah, I mean, I have never heard of this song, um, <laughs> I really, I don't know, I think the only thing I was struggling with, like, a little bit is that it felt, like, very linear, yeah. so I, I was having a, a hard time really even deciphering the verse from the chorus or just kind of when that was i don't know so it's yeah. it's obviously a, supposed to be a very just i think deeper song and just kind of letting i'm sure the lyrics speak for them yeah. for themselves um yeah, cause the guitar doesn't really change too much throughout the song so i know what you mean, I mean like, even it, it his kinda, vocals though yeah, are kind of yeah. like linear so i don't know i i had a little bit I don't know. I was like in and out of the song. So I feel like I'm probably not giving it like a true listen. And honestly, for me, I always like to read lyrics too. Like yeah. sometimes seeing it as a visual helps me hear it better in the song. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I don't know. That's an interesting story though with the song. Yeah. It's just uh, one that I thought of um, that I really remembered kind of makes me feel a little um, melancholic, I guess too, because this is a song that my um, parents really loved too. And I always remember like my mom, always singing the song a lot or sing a lot of the song like because my mom would always do this thing where she would like print out the lyrics and like just read them over and over again and like sing the song over and over again until she got it like perfectly right so um i just remember the song being one of those so okay so my next song comes out of the very end of the 2000s decade so this is right at 2010 again if it's 2010 it counts in our world so yeah. we're gonna play it now <laughs> it counts So, if you don't know that song, that song is called Birthday by Kings of Leon. That is the band of brothers that came out of Nashville. Yeah. <laughs> so, they're all brothers. So, and there is a Caleb in the Kings yeah, of Leon, good, too. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> um, and that is on the album uh, Come Around Sundown, which is not, I wouldn't say that that's a super, like, I don't know underrated album itself no, but i think they're big hits were, yeah some of their first big hits i would say were off that album so well i, I wouldn't say first because oh yeah no only by nighthead yeah no, yeah yeah, yeah. Right, yeah but there is some other like popular songs that come out of come around sundown but i think birthday is always one that was a little bit 
I think underrated on this album. It's honestly probably, I don't know. It might be my favorite song on the album. Yeah. I think it just, yeah. I think there's just something about the feeling that this song gives me. Cause it's obviously kind of a little bit of an uplifting, yeah. like yeah. you can feel it in the air, you know, let's yeah. celebrate like it's your birthday. It's just like, it, I think you have to have some of those songs that, give you a little bit of that uplifting positivity and just feel like you can i don't know like it makes you just want to take in the moment around you and be like all right yeah, it no, has a it good does. groove to it, it I does. Mean, that's what i was gonna say yeah. especially near the chorus in the end like um there's definitely a really mm-hmm. nice groove i've always loved like the guitar work that kingsley yeah does, so oh yeah the guitars always always catch me so that's that's i, I love this song a lot too so yeah they have so many good songs so many um so this is just one of many that i really appreciate from them um yeah i don't know good groove in this one i always really like his lyrics he has such a good balance of his kind of grovel in his lyric but he can i i just i think he has a cool voice too and when you hear a kings of leon song you know it's a kings leon song just between the vocals and the guitar work alone and i think that that speaks a lot for you know, when someone can have such a signature sound like that. Um, so I, I really enjoy this song a lot. Um, I know that I think after this, they had a little bit, I think that's kind of actually when some of the al- his alcohol problems had started. Yeah. I think they kind of slowed down in doing music, but they're yeah. still active. No, today. yeah, they're still, still active. On, I think I, they just had an album yeah, come I'm, out recently. I'm pretty sure. I mean, I don't know. I, I know that basically they, I'm pretty sure they told the singer that, you know, you have to like not yeah. drink during, tour uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah so like the i at least while they're touring i don't think he drinks mm-hmm. but um i'm not 100 percent. it's not like i follow them around like oh is he drinking like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, <laughs> but no this is a great song though if you haven't heard this one you should absolutely give this a listen it's a it's a good feeling Honestly, and just good groove song yeah that's true just listen awesome. to the whole album <laughs> <laughs> okay so my next song is from 2009 um and it's a song that you're gonna hate Oh, good. (laughs) Can't wait. Okay, so that was um, The Color Morale is the band, and the song is called Hope's Anchor. Um, yeah, so I know you probably <laughs> didn't care for that song at all. Uh, um, to me, though, like, to me it was, like, so different from when that came out. Because in 2009, I feel like, in that genre at least, was there was a lot of, like, you know, like these techno beats and, like, bass drops and and like synthesizers and stuff and the color morale never really used any of that um which i always respected and i don't know like something about this song and this band like has a way of like making me feel happy and sad at the same time uh something about the like atmosphere they make with the music i don't know i just always thought they were really good at putting together like the arrangements of the songs and stuff um but this one, I, 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 this is probably my favorite song off of that album. Um, I don't know, just 
I, like I said, it's just so different from everything else at the time. And I know you're going to disagree and say, oh, it sounds the same, but just screaming and, you know, whatever. But I, I mean, I think that there's different sounds with <laughs> screaming, you know, bands that scream. But I I don't know. That is interesting that you say that that sound is so different at the time, though, because I I mean, I feel like I think of right off the bat, you know, Alexis on Fire, it was right along that time. And they had kind of a similar style to that. They never went down like, yeah. you know, sounding like 303 mixed with like Screamo. <laughs> um, I, I mean, even Seosin at times. I mean, obviously yeah. they have a really different sound, Seosin. But I think that style of music was very, I don't know, that just kind of seems like what was so happening quite a lot before that time during that time and even a little after that time yeah. i don't know it's something about know, I... it's something about the feeling i get when i listen to them though like it's a, i don't know how to explain this hmm. like people like i've had this conversation before with some other people i don't know but like i don't know how to explain the way music makes me feel sometimes and this band always makes me feel some way and, <laughs> and this isn't going to translate well to a podcast because i don't know how to explain it but yeah. it just something about it like just gives me a really like i just want to keep listening to it over and over again and mm. i don't know it just always catches me it just has something in it that i gravitate towards yeah i mean i know we we all have that to some degree and people wouldn't understand all of our specific songs or groups that we just gravitate towards and may not always be able to explain why or how or uh, how, you know, just what that's like. But I don't know. I, I obviously don't have a ton specific yeah. to say here. Not not really a huge fan of Color Brown. I really don't know their stuff that well. But I just I always kind of get a little bit like lost in songs like that. Um, but not in a good way. See, I get lost in the songs. Yeah. But that's a good thing. I know what you're saying, though. Yeah. You hear a song like this or any band that would sound similar to the style and you kind of just tune it out. You don't even really I, Yeah, it it's chance. like I just yeah. get kind of distracted really easily <laughs> yeah. for some reason. I don't know. But I mean, yeah, to each their own. I mean, yeah. when you have something that just really works for you, that's the whole point of music. So, yeah. yeah. All right. So my next pick comes out of probably one of the best years 1992 oh wow that's an interesting <laughs> take there why was that the best year I'm just that is when Leisha <laughs> came into the world wow i remember every second of yeah. it no yeah. i'm just kidding okay so we'll play a little bit of it now Okay, so obviously not a super underrated band. That is Alice in Chains. Um, that is called Them Bones. Uh, that is the opening song on the album Dirt. Obviously a very, very popular album. Yeah. Um, I know we've talked a little bit about specifically Lane Staley, but not so much, I guess, Alice in Chains. So, yeah, really. And... Um, I think a lot of people obviously know Wood, Man in the Box, Nutshell. Like those are some of the more popular ones. But I love this song. It's a short song. It's the beginning, isn't it? Ah! <laughs> it, just, it just scares you. you know, yeah. you're, 
<laughs> no, I mean, there. it's funny, though, because every time I listen to that beginning, ah, he does, it, it always makes me think of that little bit of, uh, it's Dave Chappelle, right? That does his scream, and it's in the, it's like a vine. Oh, the vine. That, I, ah! I, I think that's it's where like that comes from. I know what you're talking about. Ah! I don't know, but I, so I do, it always makes me laugh a little bit, but like, truthfully though, I, I love this song. I mean, I love so much of Alice in Chains, so I'm a little bit biased and I could just listen to them all the time, but I, uh, I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's interesting with such a song that is barely over two minutes and it really kind of almost has a repeating verse to it. There's not a lot to the song. Like there really isn't, but it. It's just, I don't know. It sucks you in right away. Obviously, what is it, two, two verses, two choruses, a guitar solo? and Basically, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, obviously you have Jerry's, um, like, his guitar work is always pretty, I just feel like always has a lot of energy. And he has, I feel like he always has a lot of cool uh, riffs that you can always tell he, he has a lot of influence from, and like, you know, like Hendrix and stuff. Yeah. And um, so I always enjoy that work. I obviously always enjoy lane's voice i I think there's such a good melody in this chorus Mm -hmm. i mean it yeah it pulls you in and it's that's the that's what they're always really good at like lane's voice but also just lane's voice paired with jerry's voice Mm -hmm. like the way they do the the harmonizing oh yeah it's always great harmonies uh and i think too like this song i mean you probably could look at the lyrics and even just think of this song and it feel like it's a really dark you know whatever evil song whatever you want to call it but honestly, I, I've seen like interviews because this was written by Jerry. I've seen interviews of him talking about the song and and he's like, it's honestly a very like practical song. It's basically just written with like, we all die someday. So what you have, you might as well use it well. It's just kind of facing mm. the reality that death is death and you, you can't, you have to kind of use your life of what you can while you have it basically. So it's a very just yeah. kind of like straight to the point kind of song. Yeah. So, um. Yeah, I mean, I kind of, I kind of just like that aspect of it too. But I don't know. I love Alice in Chains. So. Yeah, yeah, we're definitely been on an Alice in Chains kick lately. Yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, I, I definitely love listening to this song too. Um, I'm surprised you did. I honestly thought this was gonna be um, a Mad Season song that you're about to play. Um, mm. I thought you were gonna go for that one. I'm sure we'll get to that one. In well, one of these I think that is um, definitely one I think I'm saving for another episode. Okay. So spoiler alert <laughs> but but yeah so that's alice and chains them bones okay so for the last song that i have to talk about today um this one comes from 1998 and here it is color of my hair was changing My skin is soft Too soft for a man my age And I am never alone Okay, so that song is uh, by Train and the song is called Blind. Um, this is when Train was good. Uh, this is not that what it was. I feel this? like a lot of people would not know this is trained. Yeah, probably not actually. This is why this one could definitely fall under an underrated song mm-hmm. for them. Um, I mean, obviously, everybody loved Meet Virginia off of the same album. 
I did too. Uh, yeah, it's, me too. I still like that song a lot. Yeah. Um, this album, I actually really like the whole album because it reminds me of uh, a road trip to Colorado with my family that we took. Um, and I just remember we were listening to this album a lot on the way out to Colorado. So um, always has good memories for me there. Um, but the song itself, like listening to it now, is actually kind of sad, I feel like. Like, um, I don't know, just reading the lyrics, I feel like it's a lot about obviously just getting older and mm-hmm. and how you know your outlook on life kind of changes as you get older and stuff um Oof. and like maybe hitting real that adult like feels, yeah huh? real adult feels maybe hitting that like midlife crisis Oof. sort of thing and you know I, I don't know like what is the point of everything and all that kind of mm, stuff yeah. um so i don't know but the song itself though um has a lot of really cool parts um i like it right from the beginning honestly but um i like i like a lot the transition into the chorus and then, like, after the second chorus, they transition into that other part. Um, the Hey, By The Way, mm-hmm. that part. Um, I always really loved that. Um, I don't know. I just, I really enjoy this this album and this version of Train. And I don't know what the hell they're doing now. I mean, I know people need to change. <laughs> and they got, you know, no one wants to write the same music over and over again. But I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, I'll call myself out and say... I didn't know this was Train for the longest time. I I would always hear this song. I mean, obviously, we'd be in the car together and, like, songs play. And I always really liked this song. And I never really asked you. I I mean, gosh, it probably was just, like, a couple years ago, I feel like. (laughs) And I felt, like, I don't know, so surprised. I, I had no, I would have never guessed it was Train. And so, I mean, I'll definitely call myself out there and just realizing like how different this just sounded from like what you typically know of Train. I, yeah. I didn't really listen to a lot of Train, I guess. No, throughout yeah, I never, I can't time, say I did either so, other than this album. But yeah, but this song, I really, I really like this song a lot. And, and again, it's, there's definitely a lot of different inflections in his vocals, but it's not like it's anything crazy to it. It the the way it's put together, the lyrics I think have a lot of power to them and and I think yeah, I think there's just like a lot of appreciation for the song and it kind of speaks for itself in a lot of ways. And I think that just kind of shows you that sometimes you don't have to have all this crazy stuff going on in yeah. a song to really make it work. Sometimes just having some really good lyrics and and a good riff and a couple yeah i mean you just and and you can have something so special and i think i think there's so many songs that you can really tell that with and i feel like this is kind of one of them again yeah it's it's not like anything crazy is happening in the in this song between the music and his vocals but it says so much by saying so little (laughs) so deep deep Deep. All right, last song of the podcast. Mm. Uh, my last pick comes out of 2003. This is a fun one. Let's listen now. Okay, so if you don't know that one, that is Roses by Outkast. And that is just a fun song. I love that song. It's yeah. A, no, it's a I good do. one. I love how 
the transition again and like there, i mean i feel like that's like my theme maybe today is the transitions in the beginning with that light piano yeah. um and then it kind of drops right into like the sampling and the the verses and kind of picks up there i think that's a i cool... think it's the background singers that get me because yeah I think it's, just, it's just so funny just the people that, even though like yeah the, like, just like that do deep like yeah I don't know. <laughs> yeah no and just even like the, the very first line in the song it yeah. just sucks you in you're like all right here we go like i mean the way he says caroline with yeah. all his like that really accentuating yeah. yeah accentuating the sound in there it's just it's just i feel like immediately takes you on on the ride of the song and yeah. and it's a very i i think a pretty literal song too looking yeah. at the lyrics and kind of just a girl you're trying to go after and she just thinks she's the shit basically she needs a golden calculator <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I think... Those lyrics I, probably don't hold up anymore because people, you know, calculators are just on their phones. Don't uh, know. I don't know. <laughs> but I think the golden calculator part might actually be more of a metaphor. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I almost kind of took that as, like, gold digging a little bit. Like, just kind of okay. wanting someone for their money. Like, you just care about, like, I don't know. I, 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 I always, really have no idea where I would have taken that. The way I always took that lyric is, like... Um, someone who thinks they're too good for everything and they mm -hmm. need like the best thing possible mm. to do. Like, so they have to have a golden calculator to divide because it has to be better than what everyone else has kind of a thing. Yeah. That's how I, was I don't know. Maybe, maybe there are some deeper meanings to this song than we, I mean, <laughs> than a, lot, we realize, a lot of their but... songs do. I mean, everybody yeah. loved that Hey Y'all song. And if you actually, yeah, the lyrics, yeah, it's a one. pretty sad song. <laughs> yeah. No, I think Outcast is always, been pretty great i don't know like them i wouldn't say i'm a huge crazy outcast fan but i've always enjoyed them like yeah. their work through the 90s and 2000s and they kind of represent obviously the south and uh kind of originate out of there so yeah so this is obviously again just a super fun pick it's a good one i feel yeah. like maybe the lyrics don't always hold up but i think the song itself for what it is yeah they always have really, really <laughs> yeah i mean I, I i can't say i listened to much of anything past their hits that were on the radio mm -hmm. and just videos that i saw growing up and stuff of them but i um i do actually always kind of enjoy i think every outcast song that i've heard honestly yeah which again it's kind of weird because it's not really my style of music usually usually yeah um but i do i do uh like outcast so. Yeah, and I I know um, I mean we recently saw Andre in a movie that one yeah. movie on Netflix. Uh, um, oh gosh, yeah, it was about that nuclear smoke coming up in the air or something, and like the family evacuates. Yeah, why can I not? Remember I don't remember what the movie yeah. is called, but I it took me a minute to realize I'm like oh my god that is Andre yeah. <laughs> like sitting there at the table. So <laughs> he was in a couple other movies, um, like four brothers and i think something else i don't know so i know he's still kind of he's still in the world doing yeah, some acting doing some and whatnot so so yeah check out roses by outcast if you did not know that one somehow <laughs> all right so that was just a few songs that we wanted to talk about tonight um a couple underrated mm -hmm. couple... and some just that were favorites of ours yeah and some that i think could be both too also by yeah. the way <laughs> yeah absolutely actually i think uh yeah i think all of mine were underrated <laughs> so <laughs> yeah i'll say outcast isn't very underrated but... yeah yeah i mean alice and chain's not exactly underrated That's but okay but we got a few you get the point yeah so um before we end we want to revisit our 
song, guess the song. So we'll play those couple seconds uh, again for you here. All right, so put your guesses down below, mm-hmm. um, and we'll also put a poll up. Uh, I don't know what it'll be yet. We'll we'll figure that out when we. Yeah, there's just the a poll. So we always like putting polls do, and having the guess the, the song at the bottom. <laughs> yeah, we just want to have you guys interact with stuff. It's mm-hmm. fun. So. Yeah, and again, we're also we've got our TikTok page and Instagram page, so plenty of ways to stay connected. And I think that kind of wraps it up for this episode. Yeah, so we'll uh, catch you guys all next time. Yeah.